Hello and welcome to the Indicast episode 85. My name is Mike Taldrow. Tonight, I'm joined by Austin Ernst hello. and Justin Hyde. Hello, hello. Gentlemen, how are we tonight? Great. Tired. Exhausted. But I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Doing fantastic. Uh, Austin, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Uh, you were grocery shopping earlier. Yeah. I, I told you to put the celery down and get on the comms, but then you, you berated me with... <laughs> with a I don't know why you think it's okay to just out me like this but go on continue uh I would say you yelled at me um like comically yes but yeah no no true. in all sincerity uh, you yelled at me and I, I heard that uh you know you said like what makes you think I would buy celery um awesome what did you buy at the grocery store today uh strawberries and uh, some frozen pizzas and okay. some mm-hmm. snacks mm-hmm. for work you know mm-hmm. like Little bags of chips and that kind of stuff. Cool. Nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Some soda, some caffeine. Because I don't get okay. caffeine, then I'm gonna die. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I agree. And then my fiance bought all the real stuff. Fair. Okay. Yeah. That's a good. Coincidentally one. enough, I went grocery shopping today as well. Wow. Oh What'd you God. get? Uh, a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> I can actually go through the list on my phone right now. No. I got, I got milk. I got eggs. Got I got frozen pizzas, eggs, mac and cheese. Hell yeah. Uh, Got some almond milk. Ooh. Got some cereals. My, my, my fiance and I go back and forth between like we'll buy milk, and we'll, we'll buy mac and cheese, and then we'll run out of milk before we can make the mac and cheese. Right, of course. So then we'll buy more mac and cheese, thinking we don't have any, and then we don't have the milk again. So then we we eventually buy milk, we make mac and cheese, but then we look in the cupboard and we have like eight boxes of mac and cheese, and we're like, God damn it! <laughs> so y'all are better people than me because I just get the kind where it's like cook the noodles and then dump the yellow paste in it and stir. I love y'all the are- yellow paste. <laughs> yellow paste. Y'all are both better than me. I just fucking DoorDash all the time. True. I mean, that checks out. I just yeah. dry macaroni and a block of cheese. Yeah. yeah, I'll take that yellow paste, please. Thank you. Yeah, one yellow oh, paste, please. It's it's liquid gold, as they say. But I'm, I don't think I don't think anyone actually says that. I think it just says it on the on the thing. Oh well, I mean, somebody has to say it. they, as in I, I guess the people at Kraft probably say it. Maybe the corporate I don't know. monsters at Kraft, yeah. I do all. I was very aware that Austin's on a, a, a strict schedule today. He has a deadline, but I decided to open up like that. Anyways, um, <laughs> on a more serious note, before I do like the usual intro spiel, um, I do want to remind you that the TTRPGs for trans rights in Texas is still available on itch.io. Um, I believe it's a $15 itch.io bundle, five, oh, geez, $5 itch.io bundle uh, supporting uh, Transgender Education Network of Texas. And I'm going to butcher this again. The Organization Latina de Trans L- en Texas, or the OLTT, because uh, there's a bunch of shitty shit happening in Texas currently. So go support that. They are currently at oh, yeah. about 360K raised uh, from there, and their goal is 420K. Uh, so go support that. And hopefully you grab that uh, Ukraine bundle that uh, HIO had up because it's gone now. But I know they hit, they hit their goal of like fucking like millions, which is insane. Oh, awesome. Good. Yeah, super dope. But no more time to waste tonight. We are going to break down the ID at Xbox Spring Showcase. But first, let me remind you that the Indicast records live on Twitch.tv slash 61Indie each and every Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern, usually, except tonight. We had we had a little hiccup tonight. Don't worry about it. Uh, if you can't be here live in chat, there's no chat right now. No biggie. <laughs> you can, <laughs> you How dare you episodes. not be here? You, <laughs> How dare you? How dare you not be in the Zencaster call? Uh, you can catch hmm. new episodes each and every morning. Each 
Monday morning on all major podcast services. If you're listening here right now, please do us a huge favor. Follow, sub, leave a review, tell a friend. If you're feeling extra kind, consider becoming a patron over on patreon.com slash 61indie. Not only would you unlock early access, exclusive shows, bonus content, and secrets. I, I, shared, her, I shared a secret today. Uh, but you'd also directly support the work that we do. Speaking of all that work, last but not least, go check out 61indie.com for all the latest reviews, previews, and more indie gaming goodness shout out to the pigeon producers joe wilson al Closey, the good sir mick at the nanobiologist trevor starkey and aaron sini bits of housekeeping for you pax east it's happening it's less than a month away and i'm stressed uh i'll be there justin will be there kyle will be there harry will be there kelsey will be there austin will not not a chance (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, if you see us say hi, we're going to be running around like fucking maniacs. I think, um, at some mm-hmm. point, probably like Saturday night, we're going to go hit up Kings. Justin, you remember Kings? I do remember Kings. Dude, Kings is a good spot. We, uh, maybe we'll hit up Kings, do a little meetup. That's the one right on the river, right? Uh, sure. I do remember Kings. Uh, restaurant with the, like Kings. the bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I did. Oh, yeah. yeah okay, the bowling so, alley. The bowling yeah, alley. Yeah, you yeah. tried to, you tried to confuse me, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did that on your own, but I'll, I'll take the blame on that. That's that. <laughs> that was me. Hey man, I'm I'm a professional at confusing myself. Uh, but yeah, just look. If you're not going to be at Pax East, looks forward to a bunch of content coming out. I'm sure we're gonna have a bunch of uh, preview pieces, and uh, I think we're gonna still do, do the plan like we did last time of doing a podcast every night and Ooh. all that good stuff. So look forward to that. Uh, but before, right before Pax East, guess what? We're throwing on the mini indie showcase. What? Uh, by the time you're listening to this, guess what? I announced the date. <laughs> it's happening <laughs> April 20th at noon Eastern on probably youtube.com slash 61indie. I think we're doing probably. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll by the time go check out the pin tweet on twitter.com slash 61indie. You'll get your fucking confirmation. Y'all there. just figure it out, right? <laughs> Y'all just figure it out. Uh, in all seriousness, I, it's uh, a huge undertaking, but uh, we have a bunch of really, really cool indie games to show you, and I cannot wait to uh, get it filming. Did you expect as many like res- responses when you no. reached out to people? Yeah. No, I, I think right now the number is I, we should be hitting either like between thirteen and fifteen games shown. So bonkers. Mm-hmm. It's fucking wild. <laughs> I think we got to like nine or ten. I was like, oh, this is a lot. That's the thing. When, um, when we like kind of assumed that uh, it was going to, well, like we were hoping it was going to be a PAX East panel. It was like, okay, I kind of have to restrict it to like seven games, like just so we mm-hmm. have enough time to talk about the games on the panel because we only have an hour. But now it's unhinged. PAX denied us. We could do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> <laughs> no rules, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, it's funny. PAX didn't straight up deny us yet, but I'm just kind of assuming. I bet your ass knowing our luck for you get fucking approved. Well, the the um, <laughs> I went to check the schedule or at least the tweet for the schedule and it was so, taken down. So and they also said more incoming. Oh no. Oh jeez. And so, we didn't get the email yet. And like I go on the PAX site, like the panel submissions are still there. The day before. Be hey, <laughs> hey, by the way. Jesus. Anyways, um, and the final piece of housekeeping, uh, there's some cool embargoed things happening before PAX. I can't mm-hmm. tell you about them. I, I didn't even tell Justin or Austin about them yet. Only sure. Kyle and Kelsey knows about them. Oh, wow. Sure. This is a super yeah. duper secret. I mean, I'm, I just don't want to jinx myself. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Fair. Anyways, let's get into it. The idea at Xbox Spring Showcase. I watched, well, I skimmed through it today because, uh, yeah, it was a two-hour show. 
If you have been following along, we have a have a, a running joke, always referring back to last year's Xbox uh, ID at Xbox Spring Showcase. That it's like th- it was three hours, seven hours, eight hours long. This thing was two hours long, and the pacing is just not good. <laughs> it's just like a drag to watch, just because. Uh, and nothing against uh, um, OK Adrian and Andrew Renee, but like they don't give them any rehearsal time really like even on the stream they just blatantly say like yeah we haven't seen the trailers yet and like they're just kind of like reacting on the spot and like i get it you're trying to do the live react thing but the pacing is just weird and it's just kind of a drag so i'm glad i watched it on vod i just kind of skipped all the awkwardness useful yeah. i'm i haven't been a fan of these like longer showcases i feel like it's no. it's it's, it's not i'm beneficial. a fan of them in concept <laughs> it's like by the time right. you get to the end like as a viewer it's like there's some there's burnout to the point where it's like, it's almost like not unfair, but it's like the people at the end of the showcase, the games at the end of the showcase, it's like, you're hoping that uh, how much of the viewership is going to get to that point and how much of the viewership is going to care that when they get to that point. Well, here's the thing with the showcase, 21 games are shown. I think 21 games is a solid show. It's just kind of like the format it was in. Mm -hmm. Like if it was like a more standard showcase where it was just like game after game after game, like with with solid pacing and, you know, interstitials in between. Um, it would have been a banger of a show because all the games shown, well, most of them incredible. Um, yeah. So 21 shown, uh, 12 of these are coming to game pass day one, which love is that. nuts. Love to see it. Mm. The, the best deal in gaming. Look at that. Dude. Most value in gaming. Uh, I think I'm on the game to say it's the best deal in gaming. All right, cool. Yeah. Moving on. There we go. Moving on. We can get our, we can get our check now. Yeah, we get our check. <laughs> Papa Spencer. <laughs> I, I was about to say my address. <laughs> that's i don't know about uh, that one. Yeah, yeah right yeah you can send that to me sorry um, listeners. that's the actual address <laughs> yeah it's the actual address uh so let's go down this list first shown was lost idolons lost idolons this is not a mike Tandro game so lost i'm okay Eidolon. i'm okay not talking about this one it's it seems like a turn-based strategy I'm real-time strategy kind of thing it's nights i wouldn't it's, say it's a game either i did however thought think it was pretty interesting how they had like the rts stuff going on yeah and the camera would like pan in to the whole kind of like uh dynasty warriors-esque thing where sure like, yeah playing as one character that's a pretty cool dynamic but i'm not a huge rts guy myself yeah same like i i dabble in a fire emblem once in a while that's about it yeah how about yeah. you austin how you feeling about it? uh moving on all right <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just not my game like you said yeah uh next up was uh crusader kings 3 which i'm not i i know people fucking adore crusader kings i'm not one of those Didn't people that- didn't that get like a lot of tens recently? Like the, yeah. the last one that came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just, you know, reminding people that's on game pass. Um, interesting enough. It was shown a couple times. Uh, it was uh, T pain playing it. Hell of an ad. <laughs> All right. cool. I, yeah. I was, I was pretty, uh, Hey, I was laughing pretty hard. T pain was super into it. I really appreciated T pain's commitment to it. Mike's like, am I going to play Crusader Kings now? <laughs> am I in? I'm not, but Hey, T pain, if you're listening to this, if you ever want to hop on six, one, content, hit me up. <laughs> Uh, next up was uh, Tunic. I that is the next game I'm playing on my list, and it's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass, so yeah, this <laughs> is kind of their um, yeah, just kind of like their coming out party of like launch day kind of celebration. Uh, Secret I, drop on Game Pass. I thought it was like announced before. Maybe I was just assuming that was Game Pass before. I, I guess think it, it. So me and a friend I might of mine be wrong, but sorry, were, I might be wrong, but 
I think it was announced it was coming to Game Pass. I don't think they had a date. I don't think they had anything like that. I think they mentioned Game Pass, but sure. they didn't have like any kind of time estimate on it. I could be gotcha. wrong on that. Yes. Me and a friend of mine were trying to figure out just that if it was coming to Game Pass because I knew it wasn't coming to PlayStation. So I was like, is this an Xbox thing? I couldn't find any information on it. Right. Um, it might have been said somewhere because I'm not the most attentive person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I think just uh, I think it's Xbox for now. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure it's gonna be like Death Store and like, you know, like yeah. down the line, you know, um, the Game Pass that came like, what, like that came like what, like six months later or something like that. Maybe not even not even even like our full escape came out like three months later. It, like oh, really? the, the windows have been really short lately. That's got to be a case by case basis, right? Like, oh, I'm sure. Most likely. Yeah. Um, so nobody has played the full release of Tunic yet. Not yet. No. Only that preview cool. I did a while back is all I've played, but I remember liking it enough to want to play it now, and it's yeah. getting good reviews. So, yeah, yeah, I um, I first played it. Like, funny enough, we're talking about PAX. I first played it at PAX twenty twenty. Same. And yeah, I I adored it. So I'm excited to uh, get into it. Uh, but there's so much Elden Ring, you know. There's no time for games. Oh, um, <laughs> the next game, Immortality. We got a first look at uh, a first real look at Sam Barlow's next. Uh, interactive fmv uh thing <laughs> game oh, <that's> <laughs> um yeah we got to look at this or we got the teaser for this over the summer during one of the showcases but um yeah this is actual in-depth trailer just showing off the main protagonist and the or i should say the subject of the mystery that was the uh the word i was looking for not thing the mystery <laughs> <laughs> of uh what you're trying to solve uh well before we get into the sam barlow uh her story and um Oh my God, what was the latest uh, telling, lies? telling Lies? Have either of you jumped into either of those? I have I've, not. I've wanted to play Telling Lies for so long, but I haven't. I've, I've only it. heard good things. Yeah. And just to, just to put it into uh, like perspective here, I tried to watch the trailer of this and it said, how old are you? So <laughs> it, <Yeah. laughs> it's probably scary. <laughs> so yeah, um, the, I will say the cool thing about this showcase is that they did have uh, a few developers on to interview so sam barlow was one of the interviews that was on the showcase um oh, and wow. he had some interesting things to say about immortality uh he dropped words like metroidvania and open world hmm. are we watching the same thing and this is an fmv game but like he said he wants to approach this game like or he wants players to approach this game like an fmv or like a metroidvania or an open world game uh the kind of concept is that you are trying to solve the mystery of what happened to this actress. It was so weird right when you said that. That popped up on screen for the trailer I'm watching. Sorry. <laughs> it's Go all good. on. Um, and uh, uh, you are following her through three unreleased 60s films that sh- that were produced but never released. So I think kind of the Metroidvania aspect or the open world aspect comes in like you could jump in between each film and kind of tie things together. Did we he get said, a tease for this a little while over ago? Over the summer. Yeah. 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 Totally. It looks um, really stylish. I like it. Yeah. Um, so that's like really interesting. Like I never really thought of like what an FMV open world, quote unquote open world Metroidvania would look I s- like. I still don't know. <laughs> I watched the trailer yeah, and I still I like, don't know. He, he, I um, understand. Go ahead, Maya. Uh, uh, no, it's okay. Um, he, he also explained a mechanic like if you – I don't, let's take you know Austin bought strawberries today, so we'll use strawberries as an example. <laughs> um, not celery, not celery. Not celery. Uh, so let's say in one film you notice like a strawberry in the background, and you keep like noticing strawberries, and like that's like a reoccurring theme. Mm-hmm. You could kind of like click on the strawberry, and it makes a note for you, and it will f- 
like scrub the rest of the films like of what you've seen so far to show you where all the other strawberries are if like if that is a thing which i find mm. is really fascinating so they're that, gonna be red herrings maybe like that'd be really really cool too he seemed like he was trying to be like as cagey as humanly possible because obviously like from what i've heard of telling lies in her story which yeah that's on my shame pile <laughs> um these are games yeah. that like are best experience like totally fresh and yeah this kind of seems like the same kind of deal um, i'm into it i'm into it this one then, this one looks to have like a unique style as compared yeah. to other fnv games totally i really i really it, enjoy the 60s tone of things I exactly like, kind of like the thing it's very like not exactly obviously but like la noir like style i love the whole aesthetic of that i feel like just plays perfectly into the whole this is a mystery there's something about those things that just go hand in hand it's like pb and j hell yeah sure um yeah, Austin, you mentioned horror. He did drop the word horror, so it's going to mm. be a spoopy one. Um, and mm. supposedly it's coming in summer soon. Looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. And is also a Game Pass joint day one. I also feel Damn. like, I mean, maybe this Damn. is the team to do it, but FMV games, I don't think they've found their their shining thing. And like, this is how you make an FM, FMV game. I haven't played Telling Lies, so maybe I'm wrong on that. But I just feel like that's, the kind, of, that's kind of like a genre that hasn't been like ironed out completely. You know what I mean? I think... Yeah. Again, I haven't played them personally, but I, I have seen bits and pieces and whatever. But like I've heard her story is like V1 for like modern day FMVs. Um and hell, me personally, like me and Kyle fucking adore the Wales Interactive games. Like um like Five Dates is a genuinely like hilarious and charming FMV game that's like very well produced. Um there's one that just came out. We talked about last week on the podcast. I forgot what it's called, but it has David Wallace from the office in it. <laughs> so um, I'm really excited to play it. I think it's like 15 bucks on PSN. Nope. Um, forgot what it was called though. Oh, I, th- I think I remember seeing that. Yeah. It's like yeah. what happened to, no, I don't know. It's a, it question. looks like a, it looks like a movie poster like that. Yeah. You would see like at a theater. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next we got to look at Chinatown detective agency. Uh, Austin, this seems like a, an Austin joint. I don't even know what this is. Uh, this was, it's been floating around for a while. I know our friends at point in progress are really excited about this one. Uh, very, think of backbone except with humans. <laughs> Damn, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was my favorite. One of my favorite things about Backbone was the, the anthropomorphic the, angle. Yeah, um, yeah, like a uh, pixel art detective adventure game um, looks really cool. They were kind of highlighting the uh, voice acting in this and just like revealing the protagonist and the voice actress behind the protagonist. Looks really cool. I'm watching the trailer right now. Super down yeah. for it. I, it just the, the aesthetic does. It, just remind, it reminds me of sorry. It reminds me of Backbone mixed with like a Clue game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, seems cool. Uh, also a Into game pass it. joint was there a date on that one i'm sure it's down there somewhere no date I, i'm kind of assuming uh, if i didn't say any dates like nothing said 2023 or anything but all, anything that didn't have a specific date is just 2022 at some point gotcha um next up is one of my most anticipated games <laughs> and i'm so excited to play it at pax in the next month uh cursed to golf this is my number two of the whole thing that scrolling through cursed to golf looks dope Dude, it looks so good. It is a roguelite mini golf game. Into it. I love it. Yeah. Um, the developer, uh, the director of the game also had an interview. Um, super charming motherfucker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very tired. That's why all the curses are coming out. Um, <laughs> Let them out. Yeah, kind of like the story behind it is that you are this like all-star golf player. And uh, when you're about to like chip in, like in the last hole to like win, like, the championship like the world championship or whatever you get struck by lightning and die uh, yeah. Like that. i don't know i don't know yeah 
Uh, so you, get, you die and you get sent to the underworld and the way to get out of the underworld is to golf your way through 18 holes. Naturally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do love that they, they're all handcrafted holes. Thank God. I, no procedurally generated bullshit. I don't like that in roguelike games. Sue me. You, you can give me that after I beat the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, give me it after. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, but it does do kind of like random generation sort of. Like all the courses are hand generated or handcrafted, but like it will, like once you die, it will toss a new course at you, like depending on where you're at in the game and like what difficulty you should be at. I feel like, um, I feel like hand generated also kind of works. <laughs> <hand generated>. <laughs> <laughs> it's an unhinged episode. Um, and, uh, uh, and it's not just like simple courses, like not something like like awesome, like what we put. Well, this is a terrible example. I was going to say golf club waistline, <laughs> but not just kind of like a linear A to B mini golf kind of thing. Yeah. This is like legitimately like it, it looks they're different like, products. Right. This legitimately looks like kind of a like a platforming level where there's like layers that you have to kind of like, yeah, like do different jumps and like kind of like avoid hazard like. Yeah, it looks really cool. I remember um, seeing this somewhere before this. Like, it might have just been randomly on Twitter. Like, I, I, I don't yeah, it's know. been floating around. Uh, Harry saw it at PAX West. Also, he okay. was really impressed with what he saw. I remember seeing like a like a dev video of him talking about making it or something like that. I don't right. remember where I saw it though. Looks cool. Can't wait to play it. Into in it, Boston. Boston. Uh, <laughs> next up, we got another look at Trek to Yomi from Flying Wild Hogs and Devolver Digital. It's coming in spring. It's coming to Game Pass. Game continues to look dope. I'm this, very this would excited be a, for this. Absolutely. This would be a number one if I hadn't already seen it. Like, I'm kind of counting that oh, out because yeah. it's like a known quantity. But, like, this game looks dope. So looks Kurosawa really dope. mode, like, on steroids. I was going to say, this is the first time it hit my radar. And, like, it's a rabbit hole. But, like, because of Star <laughs> Wars, it got me into Kurosawa. So, like, seeing the, the film grain, the black and white, it looks like it has a pretty, like, not it, like super in depth, but like in depth combat system. There's like archery. I saw him doing backstabs and parries and stuff. Even though it's a side scroller, looks super duper interesting. I'm very into this. I, I love that angle because like I, oh, I'm yeah. bad at parrying, and so I, I think maybe the side scrolling angle might help me because I feel like the timing might be easier to grasp for me. No, mm-hmm. no, we'll see. And then I like because it looked. I mean, it's Kurosawa, so there is some kind of kind of like this guy's like overpowered as shit kind of modes but yeah there was like a fantasy element after like there was like trees and like right. magic moving and stuff and i was like oh like as soon as i saw that i was like oh cool it looked like they were dueling on like final destination from smash sure. <laughs> it's like the giant hole yeah. hole in the background when the fantasy element was like introduced in that trailer i was like somehow that makes it better for me i don't know why but i'm totally into this game yeah i'm very Super excited dope. for it can't wait uh next up is clash artifacts of chaos I am oddly super into this. I have no idea what this is. Yeah, this is one of the ones I, uh, one of the few that I did not know about beforehand. Um, it was described as a punk fantasy game. Uh, it's like a melee action adventure, like th- third person over the shoulder melee action adventure. Um, where, yeah, you're just exploring kind of, it seemed open world E. Um, oh, wow. And you're kind of just like going around like dueling these these dudes just like hand to hand combat. You're like a martial arts master. Um, they look weird. <laughs> it looks really weird. Yeah. I like it. And yeah, like aesthetically, it has like this like crosshatch like comic book kind of mm-hmm. shading like to it. Shading, kind of. Sort of cell shading, but you can see like the crosshatching into it. It's like it's really stark. I, I really dig it. Um, something that's super cool about the combat system also, like instead of just going into the fight, just like one on one dudes. Um there is like they were describing it as like a ritual in their land where like you play a game of dice 
and the game of dice determines the rules of combat. So like you could play a game and like you could make your opponent um, chains at their ankle to like limit their mobility. Uh, there was an example that it just like the enemy will, it gains like the ability to just fog out the entire arena to make the like sight light of the Jesus Christ. I can't talk today just line to make it very foggy. Thank you. Line of sight. Um, <laughs> and it seems really interesting. It seems like it's very varied and like kind of like keeps you on your toes and like Good like the difficulty slider is kind of like shoehorned into the game and like how, how you go in, how you approach certain situations. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I'm into it. Uh, my favorite thing was, uh, there's a sidekick named the boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, he's pretty much just a little soot guy from like spirited away, except bigger. <laughs> and he has wings. Oh yeah. I did. I did see that him. Yeah. He was like chilling on the dude's back. Yeah. yeah. Or it's, whatever. It's the boy. <laughs> oh, my mistake. <laughs> the, yeah. Sorry. the boy. <laughs> Also, the this, dude the dude looks like withered. Like I don't know what yeah. this aesthetic is, but I'm into it. Yeah, I'm super into it. They mentioned something about carving out like your own fighting style. I was curious yeah. as to like I, I'm curious to see how that how your own it actually is. Right. Yeah, if it's like I can't a set even amount. fathom how, how that would right. how that would work. They also I think they brought up uh, how you like change form and different areas open up during the nighttime. There's a lot going yeah, on with this. There's game. that also. Yeah, like like, like, like you. <laughs> like your dreams is a whole like another world. Like you could enter yeah. areas that like were blocked off before. And like, there's like exclusive enemies and stuff like that. Maybe that's just me, but that's kind of concerning for me personally. Like if, the, if there's so much going on in a game, I'm sure. like, oof, like, I don't know if any of these are going to grab me enough. Cause they're just trying to do so many, they're trying to pursue so many avenues, but mm-hmm. hey, we'll see. see if it all comes together. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, I mean, there's, it, they could easily miss the mark on this, but I'm hopeful because it just looks interesting. They got yeah. their hooks into Mike. Yeah, we'll say it's coming in November, which I don't believe. I'm going to say that. I don't believe that's coming in November <laughs> <laughs> just because of that, like because there's so many systems in play. Sure. Um, oh, I will say also, I, I'm not a fan of how close the camera is behind the the protagonist that you're controlling. Yeah. It just seems like it's taking up a lot of screen real estate that may be a little intrusive to like hand to hand combat. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> um, we got our first look at the very first I am Ape presents title, which is Escape Academy. Oh, it's okay. an escape room game. It looks red. Yeah, it looks really cool. So yeah, Justin, you're into it. I'm pretty into it. Oh, the art caught my eye first, and then like as the I feel like the trailer does a good job of kind of doing the slow rollout. You're like, what is this? This looks nice, and then it kind of like this is what it is. Escape Academy. The co-op in it really yeah. interests me because if there wasn't co-op, I feel like the game still looks pretty. So like a, it's a unique take on a game. I don't think I've ever seen any escape room games, which but is like, wild. Also, like yeah, they're yeah, out there. Com- they're like PC heavy ones. I've I've seen it. I've seen a few. I don't know. That's fair. We don't we don't play on PC, Mouse. Right? <laughs> no, I don't yeah. play on PC. I just watch YouTubers <laughs> play on PC. All right? Right, right. That's exactly what someone who plays PC would say. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I literally don't own one, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, the co op aspect of it seems really really interesting because it's something I can come home and like me and Laura can sit down and play it or like the idea of like something that's not, especially with Elden Ring and Tunic and everything that's kind of out right now. It's very like, (laughs) we have brought up Elden Ring so many times. It's like, it's been, it's been like this for three weeks, Austin. (laughs) That's my brain. But yeah, with everything that's going on, like game wise, where everything's just like hard comp, like get your ass beat, beat your head against the wall and then beat it and get through. And like, yes, this seems like, something that's very like chilled out and i like that a lot the art style is also really pretty yeah i'm into it 
I see it in action. I, I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds really interesting and clever. I am a simple minded boy. So we'll, we'll see if I'm smart enough for this game. <laughs> uh, next up, we got a look at Shredders, which also celebrated its launch on the day the showcase uh, aired. Um, I've been playing Shredders a little bit. Tell Shredders? It's good. It's good. I'm having a good time with it. Yeah. Uh, is anybody else playing it? No, but I watched kind of funny stream it and it, cool. it looked like they nailed what they were going for from what I saw. Yeah, so um, if you don't know what Shredders is, it's a snowboarding game, kind of akin to uh, Amped from Xbox 360. Uh, Yeah, this is, it's very much the skate equivalent of snowboarding. That's kind of the sense I get, at least mechanically, like it feels very grounded in the kind of uh, mastery of snowboarding and trick snowboarding, Um, especially with a control scheme. Like the control scheme, a little hard to wrap your head around. Like I, my head kept like harkening back to skates control scheme. Like I kept Mm. like, Justin will definitely know this. I kept to like Ollie or whatever to jump. I kept like flicking the, the right stick. Right. Um, did not work. So like (laughs) you have to like hold the trigger to like kind of crouch down and let go of the trigger to like pop up and like, I think the right stick is your body. The left stick is the board. So it's like, it's very similar to session. If anybody has played that, um, which is in early access right now, where like the two thumbsticks are like body and board. Um, but I'm really digging it so far. It's really fluid. It's really fun. Um, it's really fucking pretty. I like how the, the writing is very cheesy. Uh, like (laughs) there is a quote unquote story, uh, but they are very self-aware, uh, that like what they are. Um, like, for example, it's very noticeable that all of the human characters do not have faces. They're, it's just, like, mask, goggles, beanie, hoodie. Like, there, there's no, like, you don't see them. I don't I don't right. even think that's lazy. I think that's clever because of the game they made. I think it's made. clever. Exactly. Yeah. But they all, there's a line of dialogue where, like, there is a pro snowboarder that you, like, there's pro snowboarders in the game. And after I met my first one, the character that is kind of filming you in the game, he's like, oh, shit this dude, I didn't even recognize you with like the goggle and the master. So he's like, yeah, these lazy ass game developers, you know, these indie game developers didn't, you know, don't have the time or budget <laughs> for this. I thought that was really like funny and charming. Like that could like come off really dumb at times, but in this instance, it worked. All right. Um, the, my one critique against it is uh, the mission structure. The way it's paced feels very kind of like disjointed. Um, at least in the beginning, the missions like you just have to like, I don't know, for example, like do a line and nail like three tricks or something. Um, and it only lasts a minute if that. So it's like cutscene, cut loading, minute of gameplay, loading, cutscene, select your next quest. Mm-hmm. And then it kicks you into the open world. You well, quote unquote, open world, and you like teleport to uh, the the quest marker, and then it kind of starts that process again. So it's kind of like very stop and go with the missions. I don't, I don't remember exactly how this worked, but it seemed like a really big map. Uh, were there several locations on this one map, or was there's, it? So there's several locations on a menu, and you select on the menu which location you want to. Be, but like it's all which one big map, right? Like you could just snowboard to it if you wanted to. As far or? as I know, no. Oh, okay, you have to kind of like select your map select your mountain but even like i i played through the first location um and even the first location is pretty big like you can just snowboard like freestyle on 
like any of the locations and you can see like there's like your online friends or like or people online are roaming around and stuff it's kind of cool in that sense mm-hmm. yeah, um the, my favorite thing in like ssx um, yeah ssx big or tricky or whatever the heck it was it was just finding tricky. a really big mountain and just going down it as fast as i could and trying <laughs> to stay alive <laughs> that's what i love doing <laughs> this is in this like there was one of the missions i did last night where you have to one of the mechanics is that you could call a snowmobile and you could, i love like, that have, mechanic it looks so dope. yeah you could go up a mountain like hanging onto a snowmobile and yeah you just cruise down the mountain and like it feels and looks great like it, it feels like authentic yeah. um granted i'm not a snowboarder but <laughs> yeah um i will say i'm playing a series x totally great looks great feels great all that stuff um friend of the show rez and matt are playing on series s uh, there was like screen tearing. There is some issues going on mm. on the series. No, no. S. So it's not good. Just I, I have a series. S. Well, well, it's on game pass. So yeah, it's free. So whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next up, we got Flintlock, the siege of dawn. I'm pretty into this. I am too. No information. So or anything. there was also a developer interview with this. The, these guys are a, I almost said a 24, a 44, a 44. These guys developed Ashen uh, and Annapurna oh. from back in the, like a few years back, hmm. kind of action adventure souls light sort of game. Um, mm-hmm. It was co-op, right? The yeah. Ashen one co-op. Was co-op. Uh, yeah. Or co-op optional at least. Um, and yeah, the developer described Flintlock very, like he said, if you have played Ashen, you'll be familiar with what Flintlock is. So I'm assuming it's the same kind of, Action RPG Souls E Souls elements stuff like that. Looks really it. interesting. Yeah, um, I love the aesthetic. Yeah, it looks really cool. I the way he was describing it was like this: your protagonist gets tell your protagonist in like real world Earth when like the flintlock pistols were like just invented got teleported to a fantasy world. So like the comparison <laughs> he gave was like, what if somebody like from Earth like teleported to like the War of the Rings and you know, somebody's trying to like an orc is trying to like beat you with a club, but you have you pull out a pistol. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like Army of like Darkness. That. Yeah, except not in the eighties, right? The eighteen eighties has a very on brand name. I'll give it that. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> name, Flynnlock. Uh, there's also a bird dog fox friend. That's your companion, <laughs> and he's he's magical. Bird but dog to, fox friend. I was gonna say, yeah. I'm, you know, what? I said that. I said they had a good name. Change. Take it back. <laughs> they should have <laughs> named it Bird Dog Fox Friend. Bird Dog Fox guns. Friend, The Siege of Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> With guns. Uh, so yeah, that looks cool. Uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, I think they said, yeah, they said Game Pass for that as well. It's coming in 2022. Uh, next up, they showed Rolling Thunder. It's a game that's inside Roblox. I don't think I need to say more. <laughs> I don't no. think we're qualified to talk about this one. Okay. I mean, do you but- want to? No, no, no. I said, oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, yeah, it's a thing. I know you can do yeah. that. I guess. I thought you were like secretly super into Roblox. And no, you were, like upset God, we're no. gonna talk about it. Nope. Um, the next up, uh, Whitethorn Games, uh, a publisher that Kyle and I are like big fans of. Um, they showed off Whalefall, which seems like another sort of like turn-based strategy kind of game. Um, they are launching a Kickstarter, possibly now maybe it's up um yeah it's it definitely seems like it's early in development so like i did say like a lot of these games are 2022 this one probably is far off and it definitely looked far off um the uh it had like an anime uh cinematics and whatnot which looked way more impressive than actual gameplay i'm watching Um, it right now but we'll see yeah um i will say it looked i think they're trying to go for like 
Final Fantasy because even the logo is like very Final Fantasy. You know how like Final Fantasy has like the pastel sweeping like intricate drawing illustrations with like the Final Fantasy font work over it. That was not how I expected the game to look. Right? Yeah, I had the same reaction. Uh, yeah, the the logos like that. It's very. Final it does Fantasy. look very early on. Yeah, it looks very early. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on it. But yeah. Uh, next up, we got Void Train, which is something we that's been floating around for a while. I think like we saw this like two years ago at a, a summer showcase. It sounded somewhere. familiar. I didn't know if it was true or not, but it sounded familiar. Yeah. Um. Still don't really know what this game is. You're, oh, no. you're, uh, you're on a train that's just like going into a void. <laughs> what? Um. You're- and like you get a, you could get off the train. You could ex- float around the void and explore. There's also other trains that are apparently your enemies, and they like could Wait, uh, board I you. I've, I think I've seen someone play this on the YouTube's. It definitely seems like a YouTube Twitch game that like we don't understand. It's it's, like, it's co-op, right? You can play oh, with friends too. I think so. Like, yeah. Do you, do you have like a like a grappling hook to like reel things in? I could be thinking. Like, I think that's the how the enemies gonna, board you. I'm say, it reminded me a little bit of Sea of Thieves, like just the. Animations. I was gonna say that also, yeah. And uh, yeah, it looks. I think I read like a slight synopsis is like you're going into the void to find better gear and better tools. Yeah, there's to a, then there's apply a grappling to the train to this, upgrade. This, it. this game is cool. This game is really cool. It looks like a lot of fun with friends. You're just going from like point A to point B, and then when you get to like a new area, you can just like run around and collect things. And then while you're actually on the train, when you're going off, you can't stop or anything. So mm-hmm. you have to just kind of like slowly try to get as much materials as you can. And there's sometimes there's like dangers and stuff and you have to avoid that as well. It's kind of like Raft. Have you guys played Raft or heard of Raft? I've seen Raft. It's like that, but you're on a train and there's different things that are like dangerous and there's different things to collect and like resource management kind of stuff. That's interesting. I will say right. I am a sucker for the aesthetic of giant animals that shouldn't be flying, flying. <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> I like it. Any giant animal that should just so any, like a giant, you know, like the Lincoln Park house, video house cat? where the whales are in the sky. <laughs> like a giant house. <laughs> yeah, giant house cat. Oh yeah, it's got to be loafing though. Honestly, <laughs> like just giant loaf, just like a blimp, a zeppelin, but a cat. What about what about flying animals that uh, can't fly? Like they, like a bird without wings. That poor bird. That poor bird. But maybe it's normal. Maybe it's normal. Like in this fantasy world that we just made up, like birds <laughs> just it, don't have wings. I was gonna say, would it be a bird? Okay. I mean, I would be. I guess an I'm ostrich okay is still a bird. I feel like yeah, it, it doesn't have, have as wings. much elegance. Do, do ostriches have wings? Ostriches yeah, definitely have wings. They do have wings. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just thinking of like Dodrio from Pokemon. I'm like, do they have yeah. wings? This is slightly uh, off topic. Ooh. I don't remember. Do you know that people saddle up and race ostriches? Yes, That's I did right. not know that. Yeah, found this I mean, out you, a few weeks ago. Blew my mind. If you were to ask me that, like, do they? I've been like, I don't know, probably. But I mean, it sounds like a trick, doesn't it? Like, hey, sure. you, you want to go ostrich racing? It's like that's not a thing. <laughs> oh, you want to go ostrich racing? <laughs> <laughs> I put Somebody all my money me... on Bartholomew over there. <laughs> Bartholomew <laughs> the ostrich. <laughs> Bartholomew. <laughs> I did say that. I didn't mean to, but I did say that. Bartholomew somebody, the ostrich. Somebody give me Mario Kart, but ostrich racing. You know? Isn't that just Chocobo racing? Yeah, I know. I Yep. But, but good. <laughs> yeah, give me a good one. <laughs> right. Give me actual ostriches. <laughs> Next up, we got There Is No Light. This is a game that I played and Kyle watched me play for an episode of Show and Tell, which is up on YouTube.com slash 61Indie. It is. That's where I saw this. I was like, yeah. I've definitely seen something about this, but I, I couldn't remember where. Yeah, Austin watches our content. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's super cool. It's a again another. Ow, I'm playing with a, a little knife. And I just sliced my finger. I'm a, Why would you do that? I thought I it was know. white out. I have a no, I have a screwdriver. Like, it's, right a little, it's a little knife. Oh Why God. would you do that? I'm gonna put it over. Like, I'm playing mugged. with a little knife. I, I just picture Mike getting mugged, and he's like, "Ha ha!" <laughs> <laughs> just calm down, man. Come at me. Uh, if you go to tiktok.com slash at 61 indie, you'll see why I had that knife. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, this is a uh, action adventure souls like um, like isometric isometric top down E. Um, really cool. Uh, really dark, really mysterious, really fucked up looking a lot. Like the one boss that we encountered was very Bloodborne like and I was super into it. The uh, combat pretty convoluted i like there's a lot of systems in place and i just couldn't totally grasp it right away but i think with time and you know with a little more patience when i'm not like recording a show um it'll probably click a little more but um Mm -hmm. yeah what they showed off what they showed off was um mainly a new area but uh the highlight was a karma system so uh like souls games there's like npcs around that have quests and if you do the right thing, you will get karma and karma is currency in this world. And karma mm, specifically, cool. they showed off. It could be used to unlock shortcuts, which is really cool. It's like his actual benefit of doing the right thing. Cause like if this is truly like very souls inspired <laughs> short, what the hell was that? Sorry. That was Laura. <laughs> it scared the hell out of me. Oh. Hi, Laura. Um, <laughs> uh yeah if this is like truly like soulsy like <laughs> oh, jesus christ uh shortcuts will be very important God, i, I do i terrifying. do love a good karma system in games like we haven't yeah, seen right. that in a while where it was like something that like really grabbed you by the like it really like engaged you in the story you know because mm-hmm. karma systems ever since like infamous have they've been in right. games but i don't i don't think any really franchise have really like grabbed it and actually like utilized it to pull your heartstrings and make you actually one to make the right decision. Maybe right. you also have Dragon Age. I can see Dragon Age kind of having like that. Mass Effect, I guess, also. Yeah. But I do love a good karma system. And I will say, because this game is definitely not for me. Soulsborne-ish sure. anything. It's just not my thing. But this game looks like a game with a very clear and ambitious vision. And I'm all about that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Into it. Uh, I They didn't say Game Pass for that one. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, we'll say. That would be the uh, only way I would play that game. I know, right? <laughs> for the record. <laughs> Uh, so this was probably the most popular one, I would say. Like, I, this was floating around Twitter a lot when uh, the showcase was going off. Is it WrestleQuest? Uh, our friends at Mega Cat Studio finally, with what seems like a real breakout hit, shout out to Mega Cat. They're they're like one of our first like collaborators back in the kind of NYC days. Um, WrestleQuest. This looks dope. <laughs> this looks so good. This looks so sick. It does yeah, Austin, take it away. Oh, d- don't don't do this to me. I just discovered this a little bit ago, <laughs> so <laughs> don't do this to me. I don't know. I mean, it, yeah, it's, it, it's it has a, legends in there too. I didn't even know that. Like, go ahead. So they did a interview with uh, James from Mega Cat, and uh, fucking Booker T was on there. Yeah, I, I'm reading these names. It says Macho Man, Randy Savage, rest in peace. Booker right. T, Andre the Giant, rest in peace. I think he's it. Yeah, he is. All right. yeah, he's definitely hey. definitely. <laughs> This looks yeah, like so it looks like golf story except wrestling. Thank you. That's what I was gonna say, but yeah, it is different. This, this does seem I, I, yeah. more like s- different settings a lot. Where I know right. that you had that with different golf courses in um, what was that game called again? Sorry, golf story. <laughs> golf story. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> gone. Um, <laughs> this seems more deliberately like 
open and like big and ambitious and like because there's a there's a scene on here where you're just like running through a bunch of different settings and i wonder if you're like you can go to like shops and like buy a tire and like upgrade your wrestler because like wrestling is something that like i was totally into until i turned like 13 (laughs) you know there was there was was nothing that everyone wanted to like come back in my life but watching this i'm like you know what this looks really cool and like the combat is like turn-based like that's that's awesome i was gonna say the rpg party system thing that looked like was going on there seemed like a really interesting blend i've never been like a huge wrestling game guy but i really like it's kind of like what you were saying about uh uh, there's Golf no light. Story. Oh, no. there's no light. <laughs> yeah, how it's like not necessarily your jam, but like you see what they're going for, and like it seems dope. This is what this is that for me, where it's like this seems like they're doing something that's not available anywhere else. So if nothing else, it's like this is providing something that is just not on the market unless I'm just blind. Yeah, no, no, this looks this looks super unique, and I am all about it. Yeah, like I haven't really got like Austin. Same, like I hopped off the wrestling train when I was like. 12, 13. Um, I think when they changed to WWE, that's when I, I stopped. I was like, oh, this is, WWE is dumb. I remember one of, the, maybe the, one of the last things I remember being really into that was WWE related was, this is a long time ago now, but sure. it was like Ric Flair's final match. Mm. Mm. Like that's when I, I watched that. I was like, we've peaked. <laughs> <I'm done. laughs> we've peaked. <laughs> yeah. So that, um, that's how old I am. But yeah, like I haven't really played a wrestling game since then. I think the last game I probably played was WrestleMania 2000 on the N64. Maybe I do um, love the games though. I don't. I haven't bought or played any in a long time. But I, I, I would guarantee that <laughs> I love the games. I haven't played them in a long time. No, but no, I, love I would games. guarantee that if I pick, I mean, they're the same thing. What are you talking about? Like the 2K games? This is like okay. If I play Madden 2005 and I pick up Madden 20, 2022, it's the same game, just better. Apparently graphics. not. But you can't. 2022 see the is apparently much different. You know what I mean. You understand what I'm saying. Sure. Do you not understand what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> okay. But like from what I've, from what I could tell, like the like the old like THQ. Uh, is your phone okay? Were you scrubbing a little bit? Uh, uh, it was blurry, <laughs> so oh, I do okay. this to wipe it off. <laughs> uh, from what I could tell, the 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 old school THQ games um, are more arcadey, whereas like the two K games are more like sim sort of. Hmm. So that's yeah. kind of what I was going at. Um, I, I was interested in um, there was that pixel one that came out last year. I forgot what it was called. Fire Pro. That seemed interesting. And oh, the AEW. Fire Pro Wrestling. That, that one leans way into like creating stuff. Oh, OK. But, and but yes. and um, the AEW one that came out re- recently seemed also arcadey. Um, but yeah, no, this one I'm super into. We'll we'll say. Uh, next up, we got Floppy Nights, which uh, this is another one that's been floating around for a while. It doesn't seem like my kind of game, but um it's another like uh seemed like another like real-time strategy turn-based combat kind of uh game but um i always admired the aesthetic of the game yeah it's a deck builder as well um i just always admired the aesthetic it looks really charming really cute i love the character designs looks really cool game pass joint best value gaming gaming. (laughs) and then uh to close the show out fellow traveler which shout out to fellow traveler. They've been like kind of like on the up and up lately. Um, okay. They showed off four games coming to game pass. The first of which is out now paradise killer, which is Looks apparently sick. a game. Everybody should play. Everybody was on my Xbox ranting and raving about it last year. Apparently the music is incredible, but uh, yeah, I, I downloaded it on my Xbox. I will finally play it. I'm excited. That's where I might as well. It shall uh, be downloaded right after this crack Academy. Woo. 
Ooh, shout out. Coming out March 22nd to Xbox Game Pass. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've ranted and raved about Kraken Academy. Looks great. Uh, Citizen Sleeper. Seemed like a spacey narrative game. I don't know. It looks interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a little too sci-fi for me. Uh, I feel like, sense? yeah, it looks like it. And this isn't to knock the game, obviously. Oh, I totally. want to play it and feel what it is. But like, it looks like it could be tedious just by like what right. is shown off. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, and then the last game, uh, another one that's been floating around. I play, I think I played it a long time ago. Uh, Beacon Pines, which is a narrative adventure game with little animals. What? Yeah. Little, little animals. Looks really cute. A subtle thing too, but I really like how the locations that they show in that are just like it. That's it. It's just like yeah. the house, the yard, and then everything's fog. Yeah. Small thing, but I really dig it. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a really smart choice. Beacon Pines looks like a storybook, and I'm, I'm into it. Yeah, it mm-hmm. looks like a storybook. Yeah. Yeah, really cool. Really charming. And that is it. That's every game we, shown at the IDN Xbox Spring Showcase. We got there, guys. WrestleQuest looks dope. WrestleQuest looks, looks, looks dope. Immortality yep. looks dope. A lot of yep. dope games coming out of this, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's a great show. Just they need to figure out the Detective Agency looks dope. I agree. Trek to Yomi looks super dope. Gosh, yeah. Yes. Escape Academy. Yeah, this is this is quality one. That's what yeah, I'm saying. There's a lot of like quality you, you said in it. here. You said it. And uh, that's not it. That's you know fucking also this week. Uh, <laughs> the the future Holy games shit. show uh, also got announced for a spring showcase coming. Uh, I think it's on Thursday, March 24th uh, at. I think seven o'clock Eastern. No, is that eight o'clock? What's eighteen? Is that eight o'clock? Game show. Eighteen is six. Yes, six. six. Okay, so six Eastern on Thursday, March twenty fourth, the Future Games Spring Showcase. We got a few details about it. Um, We are getting a new gameplay trailer for Vampire: The Masquerade, which is something. Is that still happening? I guess so. I thought that game like changed to like a totally different game. I don't know. That is a Wait, different is this, game. Is this <laughs> my the, mistake? Is this the competitive one? Or no, I think this is like the one. Bloodlines already came out, right? Bloodlines is the competitive one. There was also like a visual novel one that came out. Oof. This is so There's hard to so many. Team 17 is going to show off uh, a bunch of upcoming games. Hey, don't forget Team 17 ha- is super fucking sketchy lately. Nothing is developers themselves, but corporate are assholes. Uh, don't forget. Uh, Forever Skies will present a deep dive gameplay trailer. I don't know what Forever Skies is. Uh, Frontier Foundry announcement. I don't know what Frontier Foundry is. And then Austin. (laughs) World premiere of the new game from Demagogue Studios, the creators of Golf Club Wasteland. What? Yeah. Let's go. Do we have any information or is that just it? That's it. Damn. What do you got to do a dude like that? Come on. (laughs) <laughs> what do you got? What do you got to do? <laughs> do, like do what do you got to do? do what, like when that? did it say? It said soon or whatever. What the showcase? Oh, oh, it's at that showcase. Okay, sorry. yeah, it's at I, the mean, I misunderstood. Maybe, maybe stop scrubbing your phone on your fucking. Shirt. I'm <laughs> researching oh. the ID at Xbox <laughs> games, you jerk. Forever Skies looks pretty interesting. Looks like a first-person shooter. Okay. Adventure. There's a lot of deatomizing and structure building. Okay. This actually, this looks kind of crazy. Actually. That's a cool word. Deatomizing. Yeah, everything oh, yeah. just kind of like dissolved. 
hand generated. Hand generated. Procedurally hand generated. Procedural hands. Speaking of procedural hands, I'm going to use this hand to wave goodbye <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Uh, you could, you know, follow us on Twitter at 61indie, 61indie.com, TikTok, 61indie, all that good stuff. I'm Mike, that's Justin, that's Austin. We're going to do a little post show for the patrons. You can listen to that on patreon.com slash 61indie. Until next week, goodbye. I love you. See ya. Goodbye.